Fuck it. Just going to start the podcast. I don't know. I just finished watching this episode. I watched Tales from the Crypt 605 Revenge is the Nuts, and it's very familiar. Let's get to a theme song, shall we? The following program contains scenes of violence, nudity, and mature subject matter. Parental discretion is advised. L.I.W.'s from the Crypt Review. Welcome to L.I.W. Anthology Series Review, now it's known as. I just haven't changed the Tales from the Crypt part. This used to be exclusively Tales from the Crypt. Now we're doing anything but, except for the times when I choose three Tales from the Crypt episodes in a row from that random bingo hopper I have full of like Walking Deads and American Horror Stories and Westworld and all sorts of random shit. And I drew three Tales from the Crypt in a row. It's the There's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven cards out of there out of 75, and I drew it three times in a row. It should be statistically impossible to draw that many in a row, but here we are. Here I am. I chose Revenge is the Nuts, having no idea what it was until I started watching it, in which case I pull up the IMDb. And then that didn't really help because it just says blind people get revenge on their terrible own, you know, whoever the hell fuck he is, caretaker, overseer, as they say on here, and I'm IMDb. IMDb. I'm getting really lazy with IMDb. 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 And that's all I knew. And then suddenly it got very familiar about three quarters of the way through when I realized what they were doing and what where I've seen this before. This is an actually this is actually a segment of the nineteen seventy two Tales from the Crypt movie, the British one. And the ending has is the exact same thing as this. I didn't I didn't remember the setup for that though. All I remember I even talked about this. When I would bring on new guests on the show in the early days, when it was just Tales from the Crypt Review, I would t- talk about my memories of it and talk about how I watched the movie. And I remember the razor blade thing very well. And turns out not very well, just the razor blade part, not the segment around it. Because that also has a story about a blind blind, uh, bl- blind people t- overtaking their overseer, or whatever you want to say. Um, had no idea this is where this is going. Didn't know this is the episode and very, very pleased to find out it was. I did like this episode up until then. I even said halfway through my commentary, partway through my commentary. It's, it's pretty good. So I'm going to be mostly quiet, uh, and see where this goes. Basically the plot is simple. This would be a short podcast. I just want to say blind people. One of them is Isaac Isaac Hayes. Uh, Another one is, is an older lady. They're walking around. They're trying to find the bathroom. Isaac Hayes is very pissed off because the overseer bricked over the bathroom for some fucking reason. Like, the man doesn't do things to be cheap. He does things to purposely torture these people. And how does that torture them more than you? Because if you have to walk down the same hallways, why do you want piss and shit all over the floor? How does that help? I mean, because you got your janitor brother cleaning up, I, I guess, but... It's still with smell. You have to live with that. Like, it doesn't seem like it's torturing them as much as you as well. You're kind of alongside with the torture when it comes to piss and shit. That's why even the worst prisons have toilets. Like, like in the worst parts of the world because the people who run the prison have to, have to smell that shit. Literally smell that shit all day long if they don't take care of that. Anyway, the way to do it is to not give them food. Therefore, there is no piss. And if you don't give them water, there's no... or You know, reverse that. There's no shit. And then if you don't give them water, there's no piss. That's how the body works. Okay, I, I just remembered. But that's just one one way to do it. But whatever, this guy's got his own plans. 
they freak out. Uh, eventually, the, a new girl comes in. I thought she was going to pretend to be blind. She's played by Terry Polo, and she's fairly terrible in this episode, I want to say. I don't often call out actors for being bad, but didn't buy it. I thought she was playing blind, and that, that was the point. She wasn't actually blind, but no, she's blind, but not a great actress in this. I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything else she's in. I saw she's in the Meet the Parents movies, those, and wasn't a fan. Sorry, Terry. N nothing against you. Just in this role, no. Didn't work for me. Other than that, she's she gets there. She meets the Overseer, who's played by uh, Anthony Zerby. From, uh, I know him from Star Trek Insurrection. That's mostly what I know him from. He's in, He's been in a ton of shit, though, like a Mega Man and... What else we got? The Matrix Reloaded, of course. License to Kill. The Dead Zone. He's been in shit for a long time. Is he still alive? I think he's still alive. Yeah. Born 1936. Been around a while. Anyway, she meets him. He basically is trying to flirt with her and he's trying to, he's not too, because it's only 27 minutes or whatever, he's not, he's not going to beat her on the bush. He wants to beat in her bush though. That's his, that's his goal is for her to, for her to want to fuck him. And he, the rest of the episode is mostly him trying to come up with ways to, to coerce her into fucking him. So, she says no. She goes out and she talks to the brother, uh, whose name I already forgot. The the character he's like the janitor guy. Uh, we don't know it's his brother yet. I, I shouldn't have said that, but whatever. She's I'm doing a horrible job explaining this because I, I'm still trying to. I just want to get to the end because the end is the part I love and know. But she's flirting with him because she's trying to gain favors favors with him because she can tell he's got more of a sweet side to him. So she like gives up to him. She's like, "I'll oh, fuck you if you help me out. Don't put me in there." And she grabs a, a little, a tiny little <laughs> blade off his thing, a little little pocket knife. One of those ones that's like an inch and a half long and you couldn't do anything with it. It's mostly for getting under your nails and that's it. But then she takes that off of him. He says no, locks her in the room. She meets uh, the other the other blind people, which is only other, there's only three other blind people. So there's a total of four blind people in this entire place. And he has this giant mansion, it seems like, devoted to them. And I don't know how he's making money off of four people, three previously, but somehow this man's making it work and he just seems like he's rich and just wants to torture them for the fuck of it, because why not? He's got a mother, the overseer has a mother. The overtaker's name is, the overseer's name is Arnie Grunwald, which is just a disgusting name all, all the all the way through. Arnie Grunwald, ew, ew, no. Then put them together, it's even worse. It's like more than the sum of its parts. It's fucking insane. But... His mother's up on a wall, you know, in the painting, and he keeps talking to her. And then it's revealed that the the character, sorry, I don't know what to call him. The janitor is like, yeah, his mother died. She goes, well, how, why are you here? He goes, well, I don't want to cross him because he'll, he'll send me back to the institution. My brother put me in the institution. And was, he doesn't reveal yet that that's his brother. The overseer is his brother. Well, he does later, so he gives a shit. It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, she goes and meets those guys, and they talk about trying to get out, and uh, Isaac Hayes talks about how the dog will get you, and then we see the fourth blind person who I, who's kind of hiding in the shadows until now, and he's got like scars on his face and his, a fake leg. I guess the dog really tore him apart. And then it's just really, he cuts off the, the power's already shut off, he cuts it off, and he, he changes the feeding schedule to once a day, uh, but he will, he has his brother do all this, by the way, he gives him the food, and he's like, sorry, once a day, but... If you want to go fuck him, he'll bump up the food rations and turn on the heat. There's also a train that goes by and it just makes the electricity go insane and shakes the whole house. I guess it goes by every hour on the hour. 
Um, and she goes, all right, I'll do it. And they're all like, we're not going to let her do this. We're not going to let her do this. And then the, the, the dude with the scars on his face and the fake leg is just like, nah, let her do it. And they're like, okay. And it just cuts to her in his room. I'm like, what the fuck? That was easy. That, how much power does that guy have? God damn. And then she's in there and he's like, yeah, I can't believe it took you so long. She's like, I'm a slow learner. He's like, I don't believe you, bitch. And then she grabs a, a cane and beats him and then smashes the living shit out of him with a piece of wood. And he's, and he falls to the ground. And suddenly he's across the room. And it was like he's Mario ran off to the left and came out on the right side because he's just behind her now. And he's like, it's not going to be that easy. <laughs> and then he leaves or she leaves. The dog's sitting there barking. The big ass dog named Bruno. You know, it's a it's a female dog, which is weird. I almost said woman. That'd be weird. It's a it's a full figured woman. And then, yeah, the the brother comes up and hits him in the back of the head with a wrench. And he's like, "Don't worry, it's me, the janitor." <laughs> Forget his fucking name. It doesn't matter. No, I can't find his name anywhere on here. Who who gives it? Benny. Benny. There it is. It's funny about John Savage. He's good. And then uh, it reminded me of like a William Sadler role. It seems like he should be playing this, but he's in a, he's in a different episode. Anyway, knocks him out. Uh, he, they see him in like a little makeshift prison cell with a brick wall around him, and he's stuck there. And it's like in this weird security camera angle above it, where you're sitting there watching him go crazy and swinging a lamp and, and punching stuff. And then the door, you hear like construction on the outside, and then the door opens. And he can, and this is why I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. This is it. Here it comes. Here's the razor blades. I was so excited. It's not done as well as the movie is, unfortunately. Because he gets out, there's two walls of razor blades, um, and they're they're close enough together where he could slip through there, but only if he does it very carefully. And there's barely any light in there. There's like just come, some coming in through the, the broken, boarded up windows. And he gets to the other side, and the door closes in front of him, and then it opens back up, and then... Uh, Benny's sitting there with a the dog, and he's like, we, we had some trouble finding the dog food, so she's pretty hungry. Ain't that right, Bruno? And so I was like, oh, Bruno's a female? That's weird. You don't name your female dog Bruno. Well, is it just for intimidation? Because it's already a big-ass dog. And then he's just like, yeah, why don't you go fuck yourself, Benny? Ah. What would Mother think? And he goes, well, I'm fairly certain you killed Mother. He's like, I didn't. she fell on the marble floor. He has a great yell speech I love. And then he's like, Hey, I might be I might be crazy, but I'm not dumb. Say like, clearly you killed mother, and then Isaac Hayes starts pouring marbles into the slot that goes into the room that Anthony Zerby's character's in. So there's marbles on the ground because he did that to Isaac Hayes earlier. And then so he has to get through this razor blade thing with marbles in the way. He shuts off the lights too, and then they unleash the dog. And then it's just slowly the camera zooms in on Anthony Zerby. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> That's where it ends. And I was like, oh, that was, that was cool. That was interesting. But the movie from 1972 has a much better sequence for this. Because they're really close together. Like, And you see it like slicing him up. I'm like, this is HBO. How do you not do that? How do you not have the, the gall to just attack this head on and just show the brutality of the scene? Because it is fucking brutal. But in this one, you don't really get that. It's all implied. Which is weird because this is the HBO that... It's it's HBO. You expect to see that sort of shit. I mean, it was back in the day, but still, like it's, it's got, it has no teeth. Unlike uh, Bruno, it doesn't have any teeth. It's just and eh. it's like oh, they, they kind of robbed you of that ending because the movie is 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 great. That section of it. It's the only part of the movie I really remember, other than the the opening and how how the stories are told. But that's it. 
I was looking forward to this episode. Um, now I have to wait for the movie, and hopefully I got a cast on with me because I don't want to do that movie solo because that's a long time to sit there by yourself trying to force yourself to do commentary. When you're enjoying it, it's even harder because you just want to watch it. Anyway, uh, good episode. I really did enjoy this. I gave it an 8. It's it's going in the top tier bucket. It's one of the few ones to go in the top tier bucket from Tales from the Crypt. Very rare for them to get in the top tier bucket. Like, a couple. That's it. But yeah, so, um, I'm starting to think Dick was right. That we just chose because the evil cursed bingo hopper. We just chose all the really shitty stupid ones. Because so far, uh, going on my own here these Tales from the Crypt episodes from the Bingo Hopper on this new board, uh, I've been digging them. I've been digging them. I, I, I hope they. I hope this trend continues because I'm not. I'm about to watch uh, episode seven eleven called Confession. I don't know anything about it. Just like this, going in blind. <laughs> Sorry for the pun. Speaking of puns, I just thought of this. The ending. Crypt Keepers. Oh, his intro is he's a mime. Someone walks by in his crypt and gives him a, some change. He says thanks for nothing. He only does two puns in the intro. The outro I didn't even count. But then he says one more. He's like, he's trying to come up with a different business idea. And his business is he's, he's selling hot dogs to people. But, and he puts a finger in a, in a hot dog bun. And he says, people love finger food. Ha ha, there's a pun. Get it? Then he goes, what the fuck was it? I almost need to pull it up because it didn't make any sense. Let me go find the video. Because that drove me crazy. Because it wasn't a pun. It didn't sound anything like the word. Where is it? Here it is. Okay. Pulling up the episode. Okay. It was about coleslaw. Everybody loves finger food. That's a pun. Here, hey, you one. want a side of ghoul slaw with that? <laughs> ghoul and coal sound nothing alike. Not even close. Not even a little bit alike. They sound more dissimilar than they do. Oh, just piss. What? Ghoul slaw? Coal slaw? No. I don't. Is there a different type of slaw I'm not aware of that sounds like ghoul slaw? I, 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 it made me angry. It didn't make any sense. And it was so fucking lazy. Was someone not on set just going, I don't even, I know the joke that you're trying to do and it, it, I still don't get it. it it doesn't even sound remotely similar to the word you're trying to cover it up with. That's how puns work. It has to, it has to work in place of that. And this one is just a different word. You might as well say, "Want some murder slaw?" And like, I, pinky ring slaw because he's got the little finger in the bun. I, I don't. No, fuck you. This is awful. This is an awful pun that was not a pun. It was just awful all the way around, and it made me fucking angry. So much so that I want to end on that. And it ruined the the episode that I was enjoying, which was the, the Razorblade episode. I finally got it. And it, then I get Ghoul Slaw, and I'm fucking angry. And go to LAWstudios.com. Check out all the other shows. We got some new shows on there. We got LAW, the Orville Review, which Adam and I do. And then we got brand new one, like just this week, LAW, the Stand Review. So we're covering both the 94 and the 2020 version of the Stand. We're actually almost done. Tonight, we'll be done with the 1994 version. So that's on the LAWstudios.com. It is not on your podcast feeds yet. Yet. Every Tuesday night on LA, or Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube, we do a couple Twilight Zone episodes, two to three Twilight Zone episode reviews. And then Wednesday nights, we do this show, which is LAW Anthology Series Review. And then we cover cover either a John Carpenter, John Frankenheimer, or Nick Cage movie for, for the 10 p.m. night, 
10 p.m. Eastern live shows. Both those nights, 10 p.m. Eastern. Anyway, that's it for this. Uh, good episode. Not amazing, but solid. I, I, have, I don't really have a whole lot of complaints other than Isaac Hayes doing his you've been shafted joke. That was stupid and unnecessary and just felt really forced. I'm going to get out of here. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. So long, Isaac Hayes. So long, Ghoul Slaw. Oh, I ruined the podcast by ending with that. Bye.